Welcome to Capital Commons with Larry DeBoer, Professor of Agricultural Economics at Purdue University. Capital Commons offers timely insight and commentary on public policy issues related to state and local government in Indiana, as well as national economic policy. You can find text and podcast versions of Capital Comments archived at www.agecon.purdue.edu slash crd slash localgov. And now, here's Larry DeBoer. Hi, I'm Larry DeBoer, and this is Capital Comments for August 2016. Our topic this month, what's the economic outlook for 2017? Is it August already? Time to gear up for my economics class at Purdue, so it's a good time to take a look at the economy. Got to offer those eager young people the latest word. Start with GDP, Gross Domestic Product, our main measure of goods and services production. It grew 1.2% above inflation from July 2015 to June 2016. That's pretty slow. Don't blame consumers. Consumer spending increased 2.7% above inflation over the past year, and when people buy, businesses produce more products and hire more employees. There are good reasons to think that consumers will keep spending. Job prospects are better, wages are edging upward, home and stock prices are up. Let's put consumers down for 3% spending growth next year. Residential investment grew a healthy 6.2% above inflation over the past year, There's only a five-month supply of houses for sale, and home prices tend to rise when supply is less than seven months. Rising prices encourage construction, and low mortgage rates should encourage demand. Let's look for another 6% increase next year. Investment in business, buildings, equipment, and technology fell 1.3% in 2015 to 2016. This despite corporate bond interest rates near record lows. One reason is the big drop in oil prices since mid-2014. Investment in new rigs doesn't look profitable at those prices. Since capital goods orders have fallen for six months, it's hard to see improvement. Say a 2% drop for next year. The exchange rate of the dollar is up against most currencies since 2014. That makes our exports more expensive, and it shows. Exports are down 1.2% since mid-2015. Slow growth in the rest of the world limits exports too. Perhaps the effects of the rising exchange rate have played out, so put exports down for zero growth this coming year. At least it's not another decline. On the flip side, the strong dollar makes imports cheaper. Still, we didn't import that much more last year, just 0.2%. In most years, import spending rises faster than increases in consumer spending, and with imports cheaper, spending likely will rise more, perhaps 5% over the next year. Government purchases grew 0.9% over the past year. Federal gridlock and slow growth in local revenues will probably keep government purchases growth near 1%. Add it up, and GDP grows 1.7% above inflation over the next year. That's faster than it's been, but slower than we'd like. It's enough for a small drop in the unemployment rate from 4.9% now to maybe 4.6% by mid-2017. That's getting awfully close to full employment, though other measures count more folks as unemployed. 
Still, once we approach full employment, it's harder for businesses to find new employees if they want to expand. That means that output growth is limited by the growth in the labor force. And because baby boomers are retiring in large numbers, it's growing slowly, only 0.9% over the past year. Productivity is output per employee, which depends on the machinery and technology that workers use. Productivity has been falling over the past year, down 0.2%. Surely that won't continue. But add slow productivity growth to slow labor force growth, and we've got to expect slow GDP growth. Aside from oil price changes, annual consumer price index inflation has been within a point of 2% for the past 20 years. Oil price changes cause fluctuations, so the drop in oil prices cut inflation to 0.7% over the past year. Since oil prices are not expected to see big moves up or down, the inflation rate is likely to be around 2% through mid-2017. The Federal Reserve seems to be looking for a reason to raise interest rates, and over the next year they may justify a couple of quarter-point hikes. That would push the three-month Treasury rate up from 0.3% now to 0.8% by this time next year. The 10-year Treasury rate was a really low 1.5% in July. That should rise, too, to about 1.9%. So, expect more of the same. That's slow growth as the economy transitions from recovery to full employment, a small drop in the unemployment rate, normal inflation, and an uptick in interest rates. Our mild expansion should continue for another year. And that's Capital Comments for August 2016. I'm Larry DeVore. You can find text and podcast versions of Capital Comments archived at www.agecon.com. Dot Purdue dot edu slash crd slash local gov. <laughs>